Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, this is your boy Frank Gore. You li I'm listening to 49 of Rush. Niners all day. That's Brain Sits Home, baby. Let's go. I love it, man. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. We made it, baby. We made it through cut day, <laughs> which unfortunately I can't say. I, I We have not come away unscathed. Some of us uh, are injured. The the pride, the, uh, you know, we, we put our stakes on these players. And this is, this is part of fandom. That's, that's a beauty, right? You become invested. You watch the college tape. You watch the draft tape. You go back, you watch if they're from another team. And man, I, I I hate to say this, I hate cut day with a passion, but what it, it leaves us with is, all right, it's here. This is what we're going to war with. This is our team. Faithful then, faithful now, right? It didn't matter who they were cutting. We stick with the team. We disagree with some. We got some right. But I can tell you this today. You look at this roster, right? We're stepping back before we jump in and analyze all the different position groups and where we think they got it wrong and what we like and what we don't like. But you step back and you analyze the squad, right? You look at the whole picture and, man, whew, you just shake your head. We're cooking with fire, baby. We've got a roster, which we knew was going to be stacked, and it feels good. It feels really, really good. There's some areas, and I think this is what's you know crazy interesting, is this seems to be the year that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, whoever's making the decisions, probably Kyle Shanahan most, it's time to buck some trends. You know, you go back to the draft, you go back to free agency. You know, we thought we developed a pattern and we developed a trend. Nope. <laughs> Let's throw some of that stuff out the window. How many quarterbacks you keeping? Change it. D-line, change it. Tight ends, change it. Wide receivers, running backs, change it. I mean, it's just, it's all over the place. Um, we still do have some Kyle Shanahan, loyalty project hangovers. That's okay. It's just, it's who he's going to be. Um, and we'll talk about those. I'm still, man. One, there's only one real roster keep and cut that it really had me scratching my head. Um, that's kind of the, there's one and you, you probably already know who it is. Um, we'll, we'll talk a lot about that. We're going to go position by position today. 
We've got a lot of stuff. This will be a long podcast, so I hope you buckle in. It's been a long day for the Chapman family. Uh, just got off the practice field. Wife got me some good Chipotle. Crushed it. Uh, thanks again to Miss Chapman for keeping it going live. Um, and she's even helping now with football stuff because we just got so much scheduling stuff getting on uh, with the football team. But, man, we, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to decompress. A little bit of 49ers therapy. So if you've got some issues, if somebody that got cut that really bothers you, I want you to throw it in the chat. Um, who was the guy that got released today where you're just like, no, <laughs> I want him back. Um, and again, a couple things to just reassure you and try to talk you off the ledge a little bit. It's important to know that the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan use their practice squad more than any team in the NFL. If you're on the waiver wire right now, man, you should sign with the 49ers if you get a choice. If you clear waivers and you get the option to be on a practice squad, the 49ers should be number one for every single person in the NFL because he uses it more than anybody. So even though we got our 53 now, we're about to add 16 more, and they will phase in slowly. Now, uh, my main man, MK Green, who's been with us for a long time, want to say just appreciate your support throughout the show's history. Um, he said, what do you think about the Jodis Griffith trade? Um, kind of would have preferred him over DFF thoughts. So here, here's the issue. You're right. I do prefer Jonas Griffith over any of our running backs that are not starting. Okay. But I said this on the last episode. I've been very adamant about this. Man, I really hope we trade a running back, a linebacker, and a defensive line because you can't keep them all. Can't keep them all. Well, they kind of proved me right because they traded a linebacker, kept all the running. Ah, they didn't keep all the running backs. Uh, sorry. Man down. Man down. They did keep all the D linemen, though. Um, and so, yeah, I had. Jonas Griffith making my roster. Now, the question turns to Jonas Griffith, undrafted free agent, right? Indiana State, Sycamores, fighting Larry Birds over there. Um, I love that dude. He was on the podcast last year. I had him making this roster. He balled out in preseason. Would you rather have Jonas Griffith and cut DFF, or would you rather have DFF and upgrade that pick? That's the easy one, right? That's the easy one that you get to go get. And so that's the one thing that I, you know, I, I look at it and I say it's opportunity cost because you were able to trade him away and get these extra picks. Here's the details of the trade. We sent Jonas Griffith in a 2022 seventh round pick. Okay. Now here's what we got back. So we gave away two things. We get back two things. We get a 2022 six rounder and a 2023 seventh rounder. This was an undrafted free agent that's never really taken a snap during a game. But we developed him. And so, again, back to your question, MK. Yeah, I, I would much rather keep DFF and get those two picks. You get that six-rounder, and you get an additional seventh-rounder. I think that's a win-win. And also, I'll say this. Man, I, when you root for people, you root for the team. Okay? We're 49ers first and foremost. But, man, I'll tell you what. I got a little spot in the back of my mind for Jonas Griffith. I ain't going to lie. I'm going to be watching him. I want to see how he does. I hope that he has a very fruitful career, even if it's not for the 49ers, because you invest in these guys. Um, and, and, you know, so, yeah, hopefully that answers your question. From Shot J, what's up, my man? He, said, he says, dude, I can't believe you called it. We kept 11 defensive linemen. Uh, <laughs> I appreciate the praise there, Shot J. Man, it was funny. We were on a roundtable podcast. The day before um, the 49ers game on Sunday. So it was before the game was played. And people were like, all right, let's keep eight. 
let's keep nine. And these are awesome podcasters that nailed a lot of things that I missed. Okay, so I'll I'll be honest there. Like I got this thing right. It's not like I got them all right. I didn't. Um, and when we were on, we did our Zoom hangout. We went through these rosters. Man, you know, you they nailed some of the ones that I missed. But the one that I staked my claim on, that again, going against all trends, I don't care. What is the strength of this team? When John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan showed up, and they said, okay, who are we? First round pick, defensive lineman or offensive lineman, four years in a row. Look at the D4 trade. You go get Nick Bosa, right? You, all these things. It was all about the defensive line. And whenever you go back to 2019, yeah, the offense was humming. The running game was good. The defensive line, that is what transmitted all of the everything from the past to success. So my whole stake was keep these great players. You got the, the leak came out and said, oh, man, people are trying to reach out to the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan to trade for these defensive linemen. And they said, no, we're keeping them. Well, guess what? They kept them all. This one goes to 11. <laughs> 11. Uh, shout out if you get that reference. Um, but that's the thing. They kept everybody, which now immediately there's going to be some transition there. But again, that's the strength of the team. So there's a couple areas we cut short. We only kept two quarterbacks. We only kept three tight ends, right? Well, why the short change there? So that you could keep these. You had to lose those two spots. To keep this strength. And it comes down to, at the end of the day, this is what it comes down to. Would you rather have kept Nicole Pruitt or Jordan Matthews over Kevin Givens or Contavious Street? And the answer is hell no. No no offense to Nicole Pruitt or Jordan Matthews. But we don't rotate our tight ends very often. We rotate DNs, D tackles like crazy. Givens, I thought should have started last year over DJ Jones. That's how well he was playing towards the end of the year. Contavious Street. Hasn't put in a good quality, you know, regular season, whatever. He has had the best, not good, not great, the best preseason and training camp out of every defensive tackle. And I mean every defensive tackle. That's not putting down others. That's saying the defensive tackle group, which is the strength of this team, by the way, he has elevated pass. That's how good he has been. So, man, again, you don't want to keep a third tight end or a third quarterback just because. Keep the strength. Keep the strength. So, let's let's dive into this. Um, I've even got some plays from our Patreon breakdown. We got the all twenty-two up. We got all that stuff. I've got an exciting new sponsor, which you guys are gonna love. Uh, they're not paying me no money. <laughs> I'm not good at making money with a podcast. I got the listeners. I got the community. We got the community. I appreciate all of you. Uh, but every single time I get something, I'm like, hey, it's okay. I don't want money. Just give us giveaways. So if we can we can have more giveaways for people. You know what? Let's let's do this now. Okay, I want to play this now because I'm a little too excited. I just opened this package about ten minutes ago. I showed it off to the boys. Here we go. All right, guys. You know me. Forty Nineers Rush podcast has become synonymous with giveaways. It's what's it about. It's helping the community grow. I need your help right now. This is huge. If you want us to step up our giveaway game, I need your help. PrestineAuction.com. You sign up for an account there, use the promo code RUSH, you're going to get $10 off your first purchase. Now listen, look at this, look at this, look what I got in this bad boy. Right here, the Fred Warner jersey. Boom, do you see that right there? That is autographed with authentication, and this is the best quality jersey you're going to find anywhere. Compliments of them. They gave it to us, and they said, hey, 
You guys give stuff away. Give some of our stuff away. If we get enough signups, they're going to back the podcast. And here's the deal. I don't get a penny of this. I told them. I was like, look, I want a partnership because I want to step up the giveaway game that we do here with the Countdown Crew monthly, with our 49ers Rush road trip, with our draft parties, all those things. So if we get people to sign up and buy something, they have all kinds of stuff. You can buy mini helmets. You can buy cards. You can buy signed photographs. It doesn't. Everything's not super expensive. They have that there. Go there. Trust me right now. If you want to help the podcast out and you're sitting there and you're saying, man, I want to win one of those giveaways. Well, if you want to give away like this, I need you to go sign up over there. It helps the podcast out tremendously. Again, no money involved for us. But if we get enough signups, guys and girls, we can start giving this stuff away monthly with this type of quality. I need your help. Head over there, pristineauction.com. Use the promo code RUSH, R-U-S-H. Get $10 off your first order. And most importantly, help the podcast so we can help the community giving out more stuff. All right. So, man, support the podcast. Head over there. Do yourself a favor so I can give that stuff away to you guys. Hats and stuff is awesome, and I love that. But, man, I, I want the faithful. <laughs> I want to equip the faithful to look the best. Our fan base, they deserve the world. And so that's a big reason why I reached out to them and started that. Hopefully this partnership continues to grow. Now, a couple comments. Um, you know, Let's Go says this. It should be a 55-man roster. Now, the new CBA and after COVID and all those things, you're right. It is. Technically, we have 53 players now. There's going to be transitions. Okay, We're not final. You get 55 on game day. You get to call up two each week from your practice squad. One has to be an O-lineman. Um, one can be whatever else you want. And then you can only call them up like twice. And so like it, it just gets weird, but you're right. It is a 55-man roster. We're going to get some of these guys back. Um, so let's go through here. Let's, let's start going through some of these cuts. Uh, quarterback position, Jimmy Garoppolo, Trey Lance. They cut Nate Sudfield, but the writing was on the wall. I've been trying to tell everybody this for a while. You you got to read through the lines. And if you looked at the contract, the guaranteed money when they brought over Sudfield, which has a history with Scangrello um, in Philadelphia, they paid him guaranteed money to equal the exact amount for the practice squad for the year. We knew this was happening. Um, and whenever they cut Rosen, who made a roster, by the way, <laughs> Rosen is the backup quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons right now, which is great. Nick Mullins made a roster, too. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, man, he better be getting Christmas cards from all those guys. But I love it. You keep these two guys. There's other options out there. You know, we'll have to see what happens. And before anybody gets on the whole Cam Newton whatever, um, I don't have a problem with Cam Newton. I think that he offers a lot um, to the locker room, to just, you know, his experience, all those things. I'm going to be honest, and this is not, I guess it is my opinion. It has nothing to do with scientifically. Cam Newton's very adamant about being anti-vaccinated. You're going to bring that into your team. One, you got to wait 10 days. Two, if you know there's a close contact, whatever else. I'm not saying that's the reason why. I'm telling you as a factor. Coaches already come out and said, yeah, look, it's a factor. It affects the way that they do things. So I think that that's a hindrance. I don't think Cam Newton would want to be a number three quarterback. I think Cam Newton's going to want to sit and wait till an injury happens and try to come in and be a starter at this point in his career. I, I I would see no reason why Cam Newton would want to come here, and I also don't really see a reason why we'd want to bring him in here um, at this point. I could be wrong, but that's okay. Uh, running back, this was a little bit of a surprise. Okay, um, Jeff Wilson, he is on the pup. Now, again, let's go over these rules. If you're on the pup, you have to be injured before training camp begins officially. He got injured during OTAs. You remember getting out of the chair? He doesn't count against the 53-man roster. He's free. 
and he, he's eligible to come back after week six. So Jeff Wilson doesn't count. We still have him on the back burner. He'll come back. Um, but, you know, we knew Mostert. We knew Sermon. Uh, we knew Juszczyk. Those guys were locks. But it came down to three, and we were only going to keep two. Is between Wayne Gallman, the vet with a great pass pro, Jermichael Hasty, who flashy, flashy, but not consistent, and Elijah Mitchell, who they picked this year in the sixth round. Shout out to Phil, uh, my boy Phil D. He he was real adamant about keeping Elijah Mitchell, and he was right. They turned out and cut Wayne Gallman, which I was very, very shocked from. Um, Wayne Gallman's going to land somewhere. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, you know, Josh Hockett, he's been awesome. But you don't want two fullbacks. Would you rather keep Josh Hockett or lose a defensive lineman, which we already talked about? I don't think that's in the cards. I think that's why he got cut there. Um, so we, but we've we've got plenty of, of running backs, and you know Mostert looked amazing in his time. Trey Sermon, they're there, and you know I want to go ahead and you know play a real quick clip from our Patreon breakdown. Trey Lance and Trey Sermon, those guys in the backfield, better get used to it. Big formation so. here. Trey Lance still in there. Back to the initial play. Perfect read. Trey Sermon. You're leveraging one guy. I'm so sorry, man. You're going to get screwed. <laughs> He's got two tight ends outside of him. Like, what a, just a mind, messing with his mind here. Like, the fact that you're leaving this guy unblocked. These guys crash down. These two are going to escape and get that next level. We're putting you on an island. Which is crazy because he's got two tight ends outside of him. But the snap of the ball, it's just, oh crap. Because <laughs> you're getting so much movement here. There's nobody outside and they have accounted for them. So basically what you're saying is we've got one, two against one. Make your choice. And the only choice that he does here is no choice. He just sits. So he doesn't guard either one. So Sermon's going to be able to get inside leverage, which he does. And if Trey, which later on in the season he will, could keep it in bounce. I mean, he's not, he's not guarding either one of them. You're not stopping him, and you're not going to stop him either. He's in no man's land. Oh, crap. Oh, crap. Oh, I didn't get him. And he gone. <laughs> nice run there. And this is something that the 49ers fans are going to see a lot of. Trey Lance to Trey Sermon in the backfield this year and next year and for the foreseeable future. I got a big smile on my face, man. I'm telling you, that's like candy. I love it. And I do want to say shout out. Uh, we got Rush Royalty in the chat today. Juan Salas, the man responsible, uh, the mad scientist behind the scenes for getting all that stuff cut up and all those stuff to you. I just want to say shout, thank you to him. He is absolutely amazing human being and family. Uh, guy just works his tail end off. So just want to say thank you to him. Tip of the hat. That's there. And I see you shot, Jay. He says, man. The uh, Gallman cut hurt the most. I, I was so surprised. Usually teams favor pass protection in the running back, especially with young quarterbacks. But I'm telling you, this is an upside-type roster through and through, with the exception of a few. But Kyle Shanahan's going for home runs. He's tired of, okay, we're just going to put this guy on the roster because, no, 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 especially at the skill position. And we jump to wide receiver now, which they kept six. That's traditional. You know, that's pretty relative what they do. Sometimes they stay with five. Um, you know, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, we knew 100%. I would argue the next two we knew probably 98%. Trent Sherfield, who has just been uh, a terror, <laughs> uh, just a terror for defenses, the speed, all those things. He deserved it. And special teams alone, he was going to make it. And Mohamed Sanu, 
There's no doubt he's been out there as the number three wide receiver in starting sets. He'll be the number three to start the season. But then the last spots. This was one of the ones that was probably the most talked about and heated throughout the entire offseason, preseason trading camp. Okay? Yeah, Simba Webster, the rising. He's got it. He's named Simba. Good gosh. He's electrifying. He returns kicks, which is awesome. You had Richie James. He ended up getting hurt, so he removed from the equation. Juwan Jennings, Jalen Hurd, the young, promising, high upside guys that just can't seem to stay healthy. And Travis Benjamin, who I thought was going to make the roster. I thought it was Juwan Jennings or Jalen Hurd, not both, because they bring such, they play a similar position, they bring a similar style. Um, I, I thought it'd be one or the other. Wrong. <laughs> Gal Shedahead says, I want the guys I drafted. Um, I want upside. Jalen Hurd didn't play well. Let's be honest. In the one game that he's had in two years, but it was enough. And at some point, I'm sorry, man. I'm going to sound like a broken record here. When John Lynch and Kyle Han Shanahan speak, listen. I play all those damn press conference clips, and we're going to have a bunch uh, later on in this week. Again, shout out to Juan Salas. Because the words matter. It's not Bill Belichick. If I was running a Patriots podcast, one, I'd be a sleazeball. And uh, sorry, I shouldn't have said that. Shouldn't have said that. Uh, they cheat a lot. They cheat over there. It's what it is. I think it's one of the worst fan bases in sports. A uh, little, little backstory. I'm going go on a tangent. We're doing this. Uh, back whenever I was in Dallas, I bartended at the Omni Hotel, downtown Dallas, which was offici officiated uh, with the NFL. So uh, wherever, whoever's playing Dallas that week would stay at our hotel. The worst fans. The worst, and I bartended, you know, Saturday nights, whatever, right before game night. The worst fans. Not Eagles. Not Jets. Uh, you know, not Raiders. No, no, no. The worst fans by far were the absolutely worst fan base. And that was the New England Patriot fan base. It, it just what it was. It's what it was. Um, year in, year out. Yeah, I was there for a while. They were the worst. I couldn't stand them. Um, I have good friends that are Patriot fans, actually. But as a whole, ugh, I didn't like it. Didn't like it. Anyway, all that being said, if I was running a Patriots podcast and Bill Belichick was our press conference, I wouldn't show him. I wouldn't even watch him because his whole thing is he's not going to say anything. It's what it is. Kyle Shanahan doesn't lie. And if there's some things that he wants to keep secret, he just glosses over those. But whenever he does give out content or John Lynch, listen, they told you. If Jalen Hurd just suits up and plays and is not hurting on Monday, he's making the roster. And that's exactly what happened. Juwan Jennings shown flashes. Um, again, that's part of being young. But he impressed me. I thought it was going to be Jawan Jennings over Jalen Hurd um, early on in the offseason, but we'll just—it happened this way. So there's a lot there. Symbol Webster, I think they'll bring him back on the practice squad. Travis Benjamin, though, that was the big surprise because nobody else has returned kicks. Nobody. So <laughs> you're going to have to. There's going to be a little River Craycraft, Travis Benjamin, to Symbol Webster. Those, Richie James, the four that were cut from that position group, they're the only ones that return kicks. So I think on kickoff returns, you're going to get Ambry Thomas. I think punt returns, I, I hate to say this, there's going to be a little bit of Muhammad Sanu back there. There's going to be a little bit of Brandon Ayuk back there. Maybe a little bit of Jalen Hurd. Uh, we'll have to see. Maybe some secondary guys step back there as well. But, um, yeah, it's going, to be, it's going to be an interesting one. Tight ends, we only kept three. George Kittle, baby. Ross Dwelly, Charlie Warner. Um... I think Nicole Pruitt or Jordan Matthews will be back on the practice squad. One of those guys will get stashed. Um, 
I, I, th I think that's going to happen. I'm probably going to, my guess is going to be me, Cole Pruitt. Now, the offensive line. All right. Let's do this. I'm, I'm, I'm going to play a clip <laughs> after this. So once I get mad, uh, it, it kind of brings us back down. Okay. The starting five, we all knew Trent Williams, Lakin Thomas, and Alex Mack, Daniel Brunscale, Mike McGlinchey. And this is one of the most common names I'm seeing in the chat. Um, so as I see that, I mean, that, that's kind of where it is. And shout out to Sin. Uh, she was one of the ones that was fighting for Jake Brindle. He didn't make it. He played well enough to make it. Uh, he was the top-rated player, the second top-rated player, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, next to George Kittle, on the last two games. Uh, he's been elite. He didn't make it. They kept Jalen Moore. Obviously, you know, draft pick, he's played really, really well. They kept Aaron Banks, who has not played well and is injured. And then it came down to, you know, I thought Colton McKivitz, Jake Brindle, or Tom Compton. I didn't think Tom Compton was going to be there. I think uh, I want to give a shout-out to Jason Aponte, who's you know a good friend and just does a great job. He said in our crossover podcast, he's like, watch Tom Compton find some way to stay on this roster because he blackmails Kyle Shanahan. And gosh darn it, he was right. I'm so bad about it. I don't like Tom Compton as a player. I think that he's a great locker room guy, whatever else. His play, just I don't want to see him on the field. He's not good. He's versatile. I get that. But, man, Colton Kivitz has looked really, really good this preseason. You invested a high pick in him, well, fifth-round pick. Like, ah, I, he looked the part. Jake Brindle looked the part. Tom Compton did not look the part. He didn't. So I don't know what's there. I don't know what it is that they're looking at, and I'm mad about it. Sean Coleman cut, uh, Kelamente cut, Corbin Kafuse cut, and Alfredo Gutierrez. Now, I want to talk about him for a second. Um, he is one of the exemption players from the international kind of incentive program. Now, he's a little bit different. So if he he's cut, if he clears waivers, he comes back to the 49ers on a roster exemption status, So which is going to happen. So we get him back, and you know his story is pretty awesome. I will say that. He seems like an amazing man, awesome guy. And so like we will get him back. Probably I doubt he will be claimed. And so everybody in, you know, the NFC gets um, an international player this year. Next year, the AFC, I think, is how they do that. So we'll probably get him back. But this is, you're going to get two or three of these guys back on the practice squad. Jake Brindle's priority one. He's the one guy I'm kind of worried we might lose. And he's be priority one. And, you know, I'm going to go ahead and jump. We're going to dab into D-line, which we already talked about for a second, but I want to go into more detail. Maurice Hurst has a high ankle sprain. Now, we kept him on the active roster because if you put him on IR before the 53-man, he's done for the year. He can't play for the 49ers anymore this year. So you kept him even though he's hurt. Tomorrow, they're going to put him on short-term IR, which means he can return in three weeks. And they're going to transition in. And this is the person I think they bring back. I think they bring back Jake Brindle. That would be my if, – if John Chapman was making the decision, and thank you and thank God I'm not for all of you – Jake Brindle would be the guy I'd bring back, that backup center. He's been good enough. Um, Aaron Banks, this is just going to be a redshirt year for him. Um, that That's just what it is. And, man, Colton McKivitz, if he clears waivers, he's coming back on the practice squad, guaranteed. Guaranteed there. Now, um, I do want to say just one more thing. You know, I, my bookie and our bets and all that stuff, I freaking love that stuff. Uh, next week, because, again, we have a week off now. This is a little bit different schedule. We don't go straight into games next week. We have one game off. So I'm taking my time with, 
the breakdowns and all that stuff uh, that we got going on. <laughs> Usually I do just over two hours of breakdown just on the offense first half. I think I did 50 minutes yesterday. So like I'm diving in this is meat and potatoes stuff, right? So I'm going to go a little extra hard, a little bit longer, a little more quality because we have time. We have a week off now and we're going to dive into a lot. And whenever we're talking about my bookie, our sponsor right now, and I'm going to be putting a bunch of pre uh, bets, preseason bets before all the lines get in for rookie of the year, coaches to be fired, all that stuff. So stay tuned and you're going to get most of those over on Patreon, but I'll share some here as well. The NFL season is about to kick off and that means the refer return of the 49ers to Levi Stadium as they set out to bring home Super Bowl number six, baby, with tons of questions circling the minds of the faithful. Here's the deal. My bookie is here to help us make some serious cash to go along with the Niners upcoming season. And my bookie, you can bet on everything in the NFL. From week one all the way up to Super Bowl 56, try your hand out on several future wagers. Here we go. You put this in before the season starts. Trey Lance, if you think he's starting early, his offensive rookie of the year odds plus 650. Who's going to take home the MVP? You got Patrick Mahomes plus 350 odds. Aaron Rodgers, last year's MVP, plus 800. And heck, you can even bet on the 49ers to go all the way to the Super Bowl and win it all plus 1,400 odds. Now, why sit around, go to mybookie.ag and place your first wager today. On top of that, I'm going to sweeten the pot for you. If you use our promo code 49ERS49ers when you sign up, get an extra $1,000 in bonus money depending on how much you deposit. That's right, $1,000 in bonus money. Head to mybookie.ag today and start winning today. Bet anytime, anywhere with mybookie. Look at this, Juan Salas. Sorry, I had to scroll down. I was talking too much, so I'm a little behind on the chat. Uh, he gave an awesome gift, and he said, do another giveaway for the Countdown Crew. Hashtag CC. I love it. So um, here's what I'm going to do. This winner of today's Countdown Crew, again, you hashtag CC the first 90 seconds anytime we go live. Hit that subscribe button. Um, again, you could do this on Facebook. You could do this on YouTube. That's probably the best place to do it. Periscope on Twitter. And we're also on Twitch. It comes through on the same chat on my screen, okay? Um, so what I would do is, again, hit that notification bell. Hit subscribe. And anytime we go live, hashtag CC first 90 seconds. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give away some 49ers Rush shirt, some 49ers Rush content for free because of the man Juan Salas. I love that dude. Um, here's the winner today, Jeff flowers what's up big dog reach out to me in my email 49ers rush podcast at gmail.com um again the t-shirt link and all the memorabilia is in there pick a t-shirt let me know what size where you want it sent to i will get that to you in the mail that is what up thank you juan solace that dude works so hard and helping out the community that is freaking awesome um did you know that you can now win up to 100 times your money on prize picks with as little as four correct picks you can turn $10 into 1000 with basketball, hockey, college basketball entries today on Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app. And here's what's great. It, it, you can get action on sports on more than 30 different states across the country, including California, Texas, and Georgia. On top of that, you got playoff basketball actions on the horizon, and this is the best place to take advantage of all of basketball's postseason actions. Some of these player props. Nikolai Jokic for over 10 rebounds. Anthony Davis more than two blocks. Lillard, four three-pointers made. You get to pick exactly how you want to use your bets. So, download the app today. Use code 49ers49ERS. 
for a deposit match up to $100. Again, that's promo code 49ers for a first deposit match up to $100 over on Prize Picks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. I love it. Another uh, gift. I appreciate it. Charlie said, what hurt more? Who hurt you, Charlie? Why you got to bring this question in here? (laughs) He says, what hurt more? 2012 Super Bowl or 2019 Super Bowl? Man, they both were kicking the shorts. Um... I was personally at the 2019 one, so that's what I'm going to ring true for me. But the the difference is, I don't think the team falls off a cliff like what we saw, you know, after the 2012-2013 season when then we went through that, you know, abysmal thing. You know, we're a year after that Super Bowl in 2019, and the the it's still pointing for forward. You know, we had the debacle and the falling out with Harbaugh and Balky and all that stuff. You just had to like clean slate, move on. Um, so I'm going 2019. That one, ah, that one's rough. That one's rough. <laughs> um, anyway, so there we go. Now, let's jump into defense. I love this. And another thing, again, it's the little bitty things that you can look, the fingerprint, perhaps, on this team and the identity that this team has. We kept 24 on offense. Usually, it's 25 to 25. Nope. 24 on offense, 26 on defense. This is a defensive team. The defensive complementary team. What I mean by that is Kyle Shanahan is the brain trust. He is the top of the pyramid, but he understands, even though he's an offensive guy, he understands that the defense is what's going to carry everything to where it needs to go. Yeah, he's going to, you, you spend, he focuses on offense, but even you can go back to his time as an assistant whenever he was with the Houston Texans. He was just a position coach, offensive position coach, I think tight ends. And whenever they came up on the draft, Charlie Casserly, which who's hilarious in his own right, was the GM. And everybody had a vote on who to pick. They had the first overall pick, you remember? And the votes were this, Reggie Bush or Mario Williams. And they went coach by coach and made all the votes. And whenever it came to Kyle Shanahan, what did he say? He said Mario Williams. And so, again, he's a guy that sees the big picture. And, again, this roster, I think, reflects that. And it's just one of those things that I like a lot. Again, I hate Tom Compton being on this roster. Everybody always says I'm the positive guy, and I don't have a problem with that. But, like, some people are like, oh, you never criticize. Dude, are you kidding me? You don't watch my videos. You don't watch my play breakdowns because I criticize a lot. Am I a happy guy? Yes, I am. Um, because I'm watching 49ers football, and we don't suck, and <laughs> Chip Kelly's not our coach. There's a lot to be happy about. But I don't think that, you know, it's just blind obedience or whatever else. No, no, no. But I do think Shanahan's pretty damn good. All right, defensively. Let's look at a two defensive line. Let's break this into two groups. We'll do defensive ends, edge guys, and defensive tackle. Let's start with the edge guys. 
Okay, you kept Bosa. Yeah, we knew that. You kept Eric Armstead, who's a hybrid, goes back and forth. And you kept, kept Samson. His contract guaranteed he was going to be there. And D Ford, where, who, where are we, right? What year is this? You, you, any podcast I've done in the past year up until trading camp was no, no, D Ford ain't making it. He's done, he's done, he's done. He's back, baby. We got to see, though. We got to see if it translates to the field. And Arden Key, who's played his way into this role. He has been just great. Super high motor, which was my main knock on him back in college. He didn't have a motor. Uh, he didn't care. It was no, it, whatever. You go play for the Raiders. Uh, you know, finally reestablish that. He's bad, glad to be where he is. So that is awesome. Um, now, so that's our edge, guys. But we also have Jordan Willis coming out of the woodshop. Because he's suspended for six games. Doesn't count on the 53. He's played like a bat out of hell in the preseason. And so he's going to be a welcome <laughs> addition week six. And whenever, or after week six. And whenever he does come back in, actually it'll be week seven. Because we have our bye week. We have early bye. He has to miss six game checks. Um, so he we won't get him back till week seven. Now that I think about it. But once you get him back, that's going to be huge. And, you know, we'll have to reshuffle some things there. But the defensive end group, oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. Defensive tackles. Talked about Armstead coming in. You got DJ Jones. You got Javon Kinlaw. You got Zach Kerr. You got Kevin Givens. You got Contavious Street. That's five. You got Maurice Hurst. That's six. I love it. The strength. The identity of this team is right smack there. And, man, let, let's stay with this question. Let's stay with the pain. Let's go back to our man Charlie. He says, what hurt more? Let's talk about the 2019 Super Bowl. We lost that Super Bowl because our defense lost at the end. D. Ford was hurt. He couldn't do what he did. And we, we wound down. Defense dominated the first half. Patrick Mahomes looked awful. And then as they got tired, the holding calls, I get it, whatever else, became less and less effective that's why we lost the game everybody talks about garoppolo i get all that missed that pass whatever garoppolo didn't give up 21 points in seven minutes this defensive line is designed to sustain itself it's one of the few position groups because they're so large they can't go all the time um it's, it's so that's where this rotation comes in this is the meat baby that D-line group. I'm so pumped about this group. I didn't want to lose one of them. And I said, man, I really hope we trade somebody because part of me says, man, how do they keep 11? But I said they're keeping 11, and they kept them. Oh, I love it. But we all know Kyle Shanahan listens to this podcast. He, he's a hashtag CC. He, he's in there. He just has to use different names. I think it's Shot J, to be honest with you. I think that's Kyle Shanahan. Uh, I'm just throwing that out there. All right. Um, now, Eddie Yarbrough, Alex Barrett, Darion Daniels. I think Alex Barrett and Darion Daniels coming back. Yarbrough played awesome, too. I would be shocked if we bring them all back. Uh, you, you get a lot more practice squad guys than you used to. Now, linebackers, this one was fun. When we traded Jonas Griffith, I thought it was going to be Justin Hilliard because he took snaps at the mic spot. Elijah Sullivan took some snaps at the mic spot. Nope. Cut both of them. They stayed with high versatility, high upside energy level guys. Marcel Harris and DFF. We knew Warner. We knew Greenlaw. We knew Aziz. But Marcel Harris, who, man, he, he's been really, really good. He still makes some bad plays every now and then. But when he makes a play, he makes a play. High energy and DFF. Those guys are going to be on every special teams unit. And, man, I don't know who the backup mic is. I think it's Fred Warner. I mean, Drake Greenlaw. 
if, if I had to guess, let's just say uh, Mr. Dependable Fred Warner missed some time for whatever reason, my guess is Dre Greenlaw would be the Mike, um, Aziz would go to Will, and then Marcel Harris and DFF would still, you know, kind of whatever. That would be the two linebacker set would be Greenlaw and Aziz. That's my guess off of the roster we have. Now, secondary, Let, let's divide this into two groups, all right? We've got um, corners, and then we've got safeties. So our starting group, you know, Verrett, Mosley, Kwan Williams, yeah, they're fine. The two rookies, they had, they were just as safe as the others. Diamador Lenore, who's been freaking all-world. Ambry Thomas, who struggled, let's be honest, but he's got to be a returner, and he's coming off a year off. This is kind of like a chill season. And then everybody thought it was going to be number 27, right? <laughs> and, like, he he's probably coming back. Uh, we'll, we'll see him again at some point if the Seahawks don't claim him. But, no, it was Devontae Harris. The, I think this, this was a bigger shock to me than Tom Compton. Um, I didn't think Devontae – I thought he was an afterthought. I was asked in our hangout, you know, uh, with with Carter and Centron and you know George and all these guys when we do our Zoom hangout we went through the roster. I said I would prefer Alex Myers just because of how much he's been playing. I was wrong. I was totally wrong here. Uh, Devonte Harris made this roster, and so curious to see what that's going to look like. Uh, shout out to him, man. He worked. He worked hard at it. So we kept five corners or six corners, sorry, and we kept four safeties. This was a rough one. Tartan Ward, we knew they were staying. Talanoa Hufunga, we got that one. I said Tavon Wilson would get it, but man, Jared Maiden. Ugh, dude balled out. Ha ha, Clint Dix. That dude was special. I know I use that word a lot. Um, and so that's rough, you know what I mean? Like, it's, 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 what, it's rough, but we kept Tavon Wilson, and man... We get down to our specialists. We got Tabor Pepper, Robbie Gold, Mitch Wisnowski. There was no competition there. That's what it is, and that's our 53. That is a beautiful 53-man roster. I love this. And so we, we have this. How do I say this? We have the mainstays from 2019 and even before. You know, All the people are like, oh, Jimmy Garoppolo's not making this roster. He's getting cut. He's getting traded. He's getting cut. He's getting traded. No, no. Listen to Kyle Shanahan. Listen to John Lynch. They told you this wasn't going to happen. And, man, I don't, I'm curious. I don't think you can kind of sway the Jimmy haters. Like, once you, like, dig in on your stance with anybody, not just Jimmy Garoppolo, it's anybody. Me and 27, probably. I'm probably too harsh on him. Um, hopefully, I hope he lands. I hope he coaches for us. I, I, I really do. I hope he's a coach for us once he's done playing. But here's the thing, you know, going through the first half offensive film of the Raiders game, Jimmy Garoppolo looked good. He looked really good. Now, is he going to make mistakes? Of course he is. Is he the best quarterback? No. Is he top 10? I don't think so. But I think he's an above-average quarterback, and he fits our system perfectly. This is one of the very first few plays of that game, and it's Jimmy to Kittle, which is so awesome. Awesome play action. Just we we You step onto the field. Kittle doesn't miss a beat. You know He's, he's gotten the vet treatment, and it's just a wide cross. He just comes across and just leaks out the back against the flow. It, everything is predicated upon another play. Like, this is a zone right. They're showing zone right. And so as the line and everybody is just going to the right, that teaches the defense flow away. And you just got to counter. He just goes against it. Boom, right there. 
and just gets wide open. And, of course, you know, Kittle, he's not going to go out of bounds like he should. He's going to try to embarrass some people and lower that shoulder against two guys. <laughs> That's just who he is. He He's not going to change. And nobody wants him to change, but it's like, good Lord, get him out. I don't want him doing that in the preseason. But it's what it is. So gets the ball out in the flat. He's the Yak King. We all know that. Debo could have got his hands on somebody there, but that's all right. All right. I, I, it's so fun to watch. If you want to watch, again, it was like a 50-something minute breakdown just on the offensive first half. I want to do the defensive first half, and I'll get the other plays out too. Uh, just go to patreon.com, uh, 49ers Rush Podcast. Join us over there. If you don't like it, get your money back guaranteed as always. But I think you're going to like it because there's hundreds and hundreds of hours of film breakdown. Or if you just want to support the podcast, uh, that's where that goes. Oh, look at Charlie. Charlie, to get me in trouble over here. Charlie, thank you for the gift, man. He says, rank these Niners QBs in your opinion. Listen to this. Oh, man. I'm going to get some downvotes in a second. <laughs> uh, Alex Smith, we got Jeff Garcia, we got Kaepernick, and we got Jimmy G. Now, it depends on what you're looking for, right? If you're just looking at career, uh, overall career, I think you got to go Alex Smith first. Um, after that, probably Jeff Garcia, uh, then Colin Kaepernick to Jimmy G. If you're going, who had the, who was the best at the, the height of their career, right? Who, who was, you know, kind of had that kind of all pro type, whatever. I think it would go in a different order. I'd say Colin Kaepernick probably had the best year out of all of them. Then Jeff Garcia. I think those two would be up there. Jimmy G, then Alex Smith. And so like, it just depends on what your flavor is. Right. Um, but I'll tell you this, Jeff Garcia's season with the 49ers, it gets lost. Um, how do I am I going to be mean Hasselbeck just made the ring of honor <laughs> for the Seattle Seahawks and I'm happy for him okay I, mean, I, I don't laugh because of Hasselbeck I think he was a hell of a quarterback for a very long time dude never had all pro season barely above 500 made it to the Super Bowl right okay cool but I say all that to say this if we were the Seahawks and Jeff Garcia had that same couple years for us that he like for them, they they retire his number. We're the 49ers. We're so damn spoiled with quarterback play. We're just like, meh. That Jeff Garcia year was so damn good. Like I, I don't think people understand or give credit to just how efficient and explosive at the same time he was. I loved Jeff Garcia as a 49ers quarterback. I, I loved all these guys. Alex Smith was incredible. He got a raw deal with us, you know, having six coordinators in six years and all that stuff, whatever else. But, man, he came out on top and, you know, had an amazing, nice career. There's no doubt about that. So no ill will there. And Kaepernick, whenever he was on, he was on. And, you know, you could throw all the politics stuff, whatever. I don't really care. That dude was a baller and was one of the most, you know, troublesome – difficult people to guard in the NFL and nobody could stop him for a short while. And then the roster kind of dwindled. We talk about that, um, you know, with Harbaugh and everything just kind of fell around them, the injuries, whatever else. There's a lot there, but you can't take away what it is they brought. And I think that's the key, right? Uh, you, we remember the good times and you should faithful then faithful. Now that's what that is. Those are my QBs. <laughs> that's my QB. <laughs> and I love them all. Right. It's like trying to pick like a favorite student or a favorite, you know, kid or whatever. It's difficult. Um, but I love them all. And they're all incredible. Even Jimmy G got us to a super bowl. We have four separate court. We have five. Am I, am I doing that right? No, I think it's four. Yeah. Yeah. We have four quarterbacks. 
Take us to Super Bowls. Montana Young, Kaepernick, and Jimmy G. That's awesome. So many teams never even been to the Super Bowl. They've never even been there. Some teams have never been to a championship game. Good Lord. And so we have four separate quarterbacks that got us to a Super Bowl. Only two won it. But, man, I, I ain't mad. I ain't mad at all. I, I freaking love those dudes. So, anyway, I, I hope that kind of answers that question. But, man, this was a, this is a fun episode, man. The 53 is solid. Now, next episode, we're going to jump into a lot more of, you know, it's kind of downtime. The NFL is re re regulating three days away um, during this time. So every team gets a little bit of a mini break, which is nice. Um, so we're not going to get a lot of new information. We will get some waiver wire claims. Marcel Harris is, or sorry, Maurice Hurst is going to go on the short time, shirt short-term IR, which gives us a space to bring somebody back. Um, I think it's going to be Jake Brindle. We'll see if I'm wrong there. Um, so there's going to be a little bit of movement. I doubt we claim anybody off waivers and waive anybody. Um, if we do waive anybody, um, I think you got to pay attention to the positions. I think Devontae Harris and Tom Compton are probably the last two guys on the roster, possibly Jamichael Hasty after that. So if, if a move is made, those would be the three that I would look at and be like, you know what, I don't think they're coming back. Um, or, or we'll try to keep them, but I think those are the guys we'd wave. So hopefully you guys enjoyed it. If you did, subscribe, rate, review the show. Guys, head over to Prestine Auction. Let's do this so that we can get the best give. I don't want to give T-shirts are awesome. Hats are great. I'm not trying to knock those. They cost me a lot of money to give away. But how cool would it be if, one, you didn't cost Chapman money? <laughs> <laughs> Chapman's wife would be happy. But two, what if I was giving away freaking jerseys and autographed, you know, Fred Warner stuff instead of a jersey for the countdown crew? How cool would that be? All you gotta do, go buy like a $20 thing. They have they have biddings that are 10-minute auctions. Go to Prestine Auction, bid on something small, use the promo code RUSH R U S H. You get $10 off your first purchase. Support the podcast, buy something awesome, and that's what we're looking for. You guys are the absolute best, man. This is fun. I, I'm so I, I'm a little too excited about this 49er season because there's just a lot to look forward to. You guys are the best, and as always, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.